Welcome back to People Analytics. I'm your host, Lindsay Patton. Today I have with me Katie Mills, who is the Human Resources Director at Centegra. Welcome, Katie. Thank you, Lindsay. It's good to be here. I appreciate you having me. I'm excited to get into our conversation, but before we do that, tell us who you are, what you do, and why you do it. So uh, I'm Katie Mills. I'm the Director of Human Resources for Zintegra. Um, I uh, have been in human resources for about 17 years, and you know why I do it is because it's never boring, which by that, it's not always fun, but it's always challenging. I'm always learning something. So I absolutely, I, I love it. I think it's where I'm, I'm meant to be. I like that you said it's not always fun, um, but there is benefit to things not always being fun sometimes. Like you said, you're learning. So what do you like about it specifically? Um, I know you enjoy people a lot. I do. I do. Uh, I think the people aspect, you know, the employee relations aspect is my favorite part because, you know, what what one person finds completely normal, the next person finds bizarre. So it's just it's always interesting, you know, to to see what motivates people and to see, you know, what people were thinking, why they, you know, when they did certain things and why they did it. Um, so that that part of it is probably the, the never boring, sometimes challenging, uh, but never boring part. Yeah. And how do you take kind of um, an objective stance um, when you are working with people? Um, you mentioned that some may be bizarre and some, you know, things that people think are, are normal may not be. <laughs> so how do you, uh, you know, take that objective stance? You know, I just I, I try to remember that everybody's different. You yeah. know, everybody I think it, a lot of it goes back to how you're raised, you know, your background, you know, what what you're used to, you know, whether you have siblings, what industries you're used to working in, um, you know, your family uh, education. So I just try to remember that everybody's different. Um, which you know, I think that's what makes the world go round, right? Um, so I, I keep that in mind, you know, that um, I, I shouldn't expect, you know, certain things, um, you know, just because I would do it a certain way doesn't mean that this person would do it a certain way, which again, you know, is is never boring. You know, it, it's, it's always interesting and entertaining a lot of times. Yeah. And I know another thing that you really like to do is you like to listen to people and, I'm sure that is a huge part of, um, you know, having that objective stance and understanding where people are coming from. Mm -hmm. that, that's true. I, again, because people fascinate me, you know, I, I, I'm curious to see, you know, what, what is it that motivates you? You know, what, why, why did you pick this position? You know, why did you do this? Or, you know, why, why are you upset about this? How can I help you? You know, I, I like to, uh, I like to refer back to uh, Tracy Sponenberg. She's a big, um, you know, leader in the HR industry. And uh, she, she likes to say, do you want to be uh, heard, helped or hugged? Mm -hmm. You know, cause a lot of times people just want to be listened to, yeah. you know, maybe solutions. Maybe they just want to come in and say, I just don't like what I'm doing. I know I'll get over it. So I'm not asking for your help, but I just, I just need to come in here and vent. You know, yeah. people just want to be heard a lot of times. Yeah. And what's really interesting in doing uh, these great interviews with guests is that I've connected what I do to human resources, you know, as, as a journalist, as an interviewer, I have to listen and kind of put myself aside. And that's what you have to do in your job, too. Um, so, you know, what ways do you kind of pull yourself out and and be in that active listener that the person needs you to be? 
Um, you know, it's difficult sometimes because, you know, I find myself, you know, although I find it, you know, interesting and entertaining as to, you know, when I'm learning why an employee did something like what, why, why were you possibly thinking that that was okay to do? Or what were you thinking that, you know, that was a good thing to do? Or, you know, in what way did you find that being beneficial? I try to remember that, you know, we're all different. Not everybody would do the same things that, you know, I, I would expect. So it's all about kind of spelling it out, which, you know, again, are why job descriptions are so important, why um, communication with your employees are so important, just to uh, line out those expectations and to remind them, like, this is what we expect of you. You know, it might not always be fun, but this is what the job entails. So if this isn't for you, then, you know, let's not waste each other's times or let's maybe, you know, get you going towards a path that you really like, you know, get, um, moving into a, a position that would benefit both of us more. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and I love that attitude of, you know, let's see what, what helps fit for you. Um, because I feel like there can be, there can be ego involved when when people aren't enjoying their jobs or um, you know want may want something else. But um, you know, I've talked to so many people who who just want to work and problem solve together um, because that that solution when you come to find a solution, it's there's satisfaction there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, I, and I just feel that uh, I mean, a, a happy employee is a productive employee. You know, yeah. I mean, all of us love our jobs, you know, or else they wouldn't be called jobs. But, you know, if, <laughs> if you're not happy, you know, if you're not coming to work, um, you know, at least looking forward to what the day is going to bring, if you're dreading it every day, then you're not doing anybody any good, mostly yourself, you know, because yeah. life's too short for that. There's a lot of jobs out there and there might be a lot of people that would kill to be in the job that you're in that you're not happy with. Mm, you, know? That's so, true. So that's, you know, you really need to ask yourself. I think everybody needs to ask themselves if, if it gets to a point where, you know, you're in a position that you just start dreading and you're just not motivated. You know, you don't want to be one of those employees that quits and stays. You need to quit and leave just for the benefit yeah. of, of yourself again and everybody around you. Yeah. And so I know that um, with your job, a really, really, um, you know, great thing to hear is I'm so glad that you're here. Um, so tell me about that feeling that you get when someone says that to you. It's just, you know, it's the little things. Um, and that means so much to me, um, you know, and it means so much to every employee. You know, I mean, uh, getting uh, performance bonuses and increases for a, a job well done, that's great. But, you know, that's that's not always feasible for the company. So just to get that pat on the back, you know, when I came into this position, um, the company's been around for several years, but they weren't um, in need of um, an HR person. So, um, you know, they were kind of filling in and everybody was kind of, you know, doing what they could to to make up for somebody not being here. So when I got here, they didn't realize how much that they were missing. Um, they didn't realize policies that needed to be in place. So, you know, I've been here about close to five months now. And I love it because it seems like every day people are like, I'm so glad you're here. Before you were here, we didn't know what to do or I didn't have anybody to come and kind of vent to. So, I mean, hearing that. It, because I know how good that feels, I try to spread that around as well, just to, you know, give somebody a pat on the back and be like, thank you so much for saying that in that meeting. Or, you know, thank you for always being on time or always willing to to lend a hand. You know, that that those, you know, those little words mean so much to somebody. So I, I try to realize, gosh, that makes me feel so good. I need to pay it forward and spread that around as well. Yeah. 
So let's talk about those last five months for you, because I, I know that they've been big. There have been challenges that you face, and it's definitely has not been boring for you. Um, one of those things is, you know, the you've entered into growth and, you know, for a long time, it was a mom and pop feel. So what's it like going from mom and pop uh, environment to kind of uh, supporting that growth? Um, I tell you what, it's, it's exciting. It's exciting to be a part of something, you know, to be their first HR person, to be their first director of HR. Um, it's exciting because I feel like I'm making history. You know, I'm a part of something big and we're only going up. Um, when I came on, there really wasn't a lot of um, uh, written policies in place. You know, people just kind of said, well, this is what we've always done. And I said, well, that's where accountability comes in. You know, we need to have policies in place so that we can be like, well, when you came on board, you did sign this. So that's where the rules are. Whereas in the past, it's like, well, we just assumed they would know that. Well, we can't do that. That's not fair to us. And that's not fair to the employees. So it's been a lot of um, figuring out how was this handled in the past? Okay, good that, um, you know, nothing, nothing bad came of that. But, you know, now let's, let's try to be more proactive rather than reactive. Because in the past, you know, it, it's, unless something happened, they just didn't know to prepare for it. So, so it's been a lot of uh, collaborating with the different departments and just seeing, hey, you know, what are your pain points? What are your issues? What can I help you with? Because HR has that that very uh, interesting task of being the, the voice of the employees, but also having the company's best interest at hand. So it's not always a fun position to be in, but uh, but again, you know, that's what makes it challenging and never boring, you know, because you're constantly learning, you're constantly trying to improve ways of, you know, listening to the employees or presenting your your new ideas or new processes to the different departments that you see really need um, things set in place for. Yeah. So tell me how you collaborate with the leaders um, as you're going through not only growth, but uh, forming a whole new department of one. <laughs> Um, well, I think, you know, when I came on board, one of my first things that I wanted to do is just meet with the different department heads mm-hmm. and again, talk to them and, you know, kind of learn what it, what is it that you're doing every day? What, what are yeah. issues that you're running into? Um, if you've run into anything like this in the past, how have you dealt with them? How have you, um, who has helped you with them? What would you like to see happen? And a lot of times, you know, um, I, I can't give them that solution that they're saying, oh, I just wish we could do this. Well, maybe we can down the road, but right now let's just kind of take baby steps. You know, let, mm-hmm. let me, I understand that you're, uh, you're, you may be frustrated, but don't come to me with just problems, you know, come to me with solutions as well, you know, unless you just want to vent, which that's fine too. Um, but I, you know, back to, back to your question, uh, I think, um, just really understanding what their pain points were and mm-hmm. just trying to, to see, okay, I know you've got five big issues here. Let's just start with these two first, and then we'll kind of prioritize on the other three because, you know, there might be budgetary constraints involved. Uh, there might be, you know, events coming up with the company or um, maybe something needs to start at the first of the year rather than in the middle of the year as far as, you know, PTO policy or adding a benefit or, um eliminating a benefit, you know, things like that. Mm -hmm. Do you find baby steps and compromise like you, you just spoke about help uh, you balance that advocating for both the leaders and the employees of the company? 
Um, baby steps. I mean, it, it's, you know, we're growing. Um, this is a company that has been around for about 10 years and just within the last three years has experienced an exponential amount of growth. So, you know, some people are thinking, okay, we got this. I want this done yesterday. Well, it took us 10 years to get here. So, you know, hang on, we can't just, you know, um, you know, Rome wasn't built in a day. So let's, let's prioritize. So it, it's difficult. I mean, it's something honestly that I struggle with because as HR, you want to help people. And, you know, when you hear people tell you, gosh, we're so glad that you're here, it makes you want to do more for them. But it's like, well, wait, you know, I have to prioritize. You know, I often, uh, and I do it to myself. I get overwhelmed, you know, because I'm just like, yeah, of course they'll help you with that. Yeah, of course they'll help you with that. And then I'm thinking, oh my gosh, I've overcommitted and that's not going to do anybody. Yeah. So, um, so, you know, it's, it's, we're all learning together, you know, and, and that's, what's great about working with a, a collaborative team is that none of us are experts on everything. You know, we all have to lean on each other, um, you know, to learn things and kind of, you know, to, to improve things together. Yeah. And I'm sure you're all facing new challenges as you enter, you know, those growth phases that you probably haven't had to face before. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, um, you know, just um, in maybe growing in different departments or putting our focus on, um, you know, certain departments that haven't really had the light shined on them, you know, dealing with different customers or vendors that, you know, the market may be changing or, um, you know, just just little things, companies, company events like, well, you know, we've always budgeted for a semi-annual one, but let's do it twice a year or instead of doing really huge events, let's do small ones over the course of time, you know, over the course of the, of the year. So it's just, um, it's not everybody likes change. Um, I'm a fan of change uh, because I feel like without, you know, with change, we grow and we learn about, you know, each other and we learn about ourselves. Um, you know, if we were always successful, I don't think that we would learn, you know, it's, it's failure, you know, it's, it's failing and understand, oh, okay, well, well, now that we know that that doesn't work, let's try this. So it's, um, it's, it's a process for sure. Yeah. So let's talk about that first month, because I, I know you walked in to a very intense situation. I did. I did. I, I think I had, uh, I think I phrased it to you like I was drinking out of a fire hose. Yes. <laughs> um, which, I mean, I knew what I was coming into, you know, I, mm -hmm. or I thought, um, you know, bringing, coming on board, um, as a department of one and realizing that there's never been a director of HR, there's never been an HR manager, there's never been anybody doing HR for this company before. Um, but I report to the CFO and he was um, kind of doing the uh, the HR things beforehand. So um, it was great um, because he and I work very well together. Um, he, as a CFO, he's more of the money guy. You know, he's, he, of course he cares about the employees, but you know, I'm the one that's the voice for the employees, you know, where he's the one that's like, well, we're not just can't give them a raise. Okay. Well, if we don't, and have we committed to this? So um, it's, you know, it, it was very helpful sitting with him and kind of deciding um, or learning what have we done in the past? What has worked? What, what do we need to do? What are your priorities? Um, and then, you know, him introducing me to the different department heads and just really learning, you know, how the company worked, because although I've been in HR for 17 years, this is the first time I've been in the the um, IT world. So there's a lot of acronyms. There's a lot of uh, situations that I'm not familiar with. So it was it's a big learning process. And I've worked in companies before where I've, I'm used to being the HR department of one 
Um, but it's, it uh, produces another challenge when you're not familiar with the industry. Um, so, uh, so yeah, the first month was, was good. Um, but uh, I, I'm, I'm still learning, you know, I'm not sure. I mean, some people say, well, once you're in there six months, you should have a good feel. Well, I'm not far from six months and I still feel like I'm, I'm, I'm learning. I'm not uh, I don't feel clueless at all, but you know, some days I'm like, wait, why do I not know that? Who, who is this person? What, what does this department have to remind me again? Um, and it's always hard, you know, when you're starting a, a new job, um, especially, you know, if you've been at one, um, your prior one for a long time, you're used to knowing everything. You're used to knowing where everything is. You're used to knowing who everybody is. Uh, so coming in, it's not only learning a new industry, but it's learning what everybody does and what all the departments do and learning who I need to go to and how things have been done. And if that was the correct way, or if, oh gosh, well, I need to change that right away. So, yeah, I think you bring up a really good point with the, the six months comment, because I've been in jobs where, you know, I get past six months and I'm still like, wow, there's all this information that I, I still don't know. And I feel like I'm so far behind. Um, but then expectations are high that I understand all this information. Um, so I think that, you know, there, there definitely should be more grace with new employees for sure. Um, because you brought up a great point, like, you know, the, the company is growing and, you know, that presents one challenge and you're onboarding, um, you know, which is another challenge of itself. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. And, you know, onboarding, that's, that's one of the projects that I took on uh, when I came on, just, you know, trying to see uh, streamlining our onboarding process, because, you know, we've got three separate entities as far as we've got Zintegra, then we've got Zintegra Gov, which focuses on like government funded um, contracts, government contracts. And then we focus on uh, another or another entity that is Zintegra One. So it's, it's learning, um, you know, what processes have worked for them and learning, you know, all of those employees and how to code them and how they've been onboarded. Um, because, you know, that says a lot about the company. We don't want an employee coming on, um, you know, kind of, oh, gosh, you know, drinking out of a fire hose like I did want them to feel comfortable. Of course, it may be a little overwhelming at first. That's that's understandable and that's expected. It should be expected. Um, but it's just making sure that they feel welcome, that they've got the resources, um, that they've got um, the, you know, the contacts or the tools to, to um, you know, allow them to complete the job as expected. Mm -hmm. So I know you used uh, prioritization to help manage that, those feelings of overwhelm as you entered in to the new job. Um, so how did you prioritize? What were the things that were most important as you, you jumped in? Um, you know, I, I was given maybe three to four, um, um, I guess, pain points. It was um, onboarding, um, performance management, um, probably clarifying job descriptions. Um, and um, let's see, I'm, I'm kind of blanking on the last one, um, but oh, sure. I'm sorry. Um, let's see. The, uh, but it, it was really just um, talking about pain points and seeing, you know, what would what's going to uh, benefit the company um, best, um, you know, in in the best way, I guess, you know, streamlining uh, processes, um, you know, just kind of clarifying things, um, you know, stuff like that. 
Yeah. So uh, I also know employee relations are so, so important to you. Um, so as you're starting, what's really important, um, you know, for you to do with the employees uh, for you to help build those relationships? Um, I think it's it's um, just really talking to them. You know, communication is, um, you know, is the most important thing in any relationship. And uh, again, you know, employees just want to be heard. So I think it's learning, you know, what what employees are motivated by. You know, maybe our sales guys are motivated a little differently than our marketing um, employees. So uh, I think it's just about communication and um, really um, making the efforts to recognize your employees. Because um, if employees don't feel heard, you know, or if they don't feel appreciated, then, you know, eventually they're going to leave that company, you know, and not even their manager, you know, they, there's a saying that says employees don't leave jobs, they leave their managers, you know, because an employee can be trained to do anything, but, but if they're not feeling that they're making a difference or that they're not heard, then, you know, what's the motivation to stay, you know, whereas some people are, are not happy or they, they may not focus on that need so much, but might think, well, if I can, you know, I know if I do all of this, then I'll make my bonuses, you know, then I will, um, I'll, you know, they're motivated by compensation. So I think it's just really um, talking with your employees and just um, understanding how they're motivated and, you know, what I can do to, to help them and letting them know that, you know, I'm, you know, I'm an unbiased, um, you know, person in the company. Like you can come to me to vent, you can come to me to be helped, you can come to me to be hugged, you know, what, what is it that you need? You know, you don't, always have to go uh, to your coworker or to your manager, uh, I can be here for you as well. Yeah. And I know that uh, mentoring is really important to you as well. And uh, you're really involved in um, working with department heads on how to better work with employees and, you know, what employees really want out of the job. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, I, that's, that's another thing, you know, when, when I'm trying to, uh, or when I came on board and wanted to implement performance management, um, because it's about, you know, you, you want to have a manager that coaches you, that mentors, you, you know, a, a corrective action or disciplinary action should be presented in a form of, you know, a, a tool to use to be helped. Um, they, you know, it shouldn't be a, Hey, don't do this again or else it should be like, um, let me tell you why this, uh, you shouldn't do this. You know, let's, uh, let's talk about why this didn't work and why this won't work. So let's, let's find out another way to, to do it together. Um, so, uh, I, I think it's, uh, mentoring can really help. You know, I've had some great mentors in my life and, you know, it's probably why I'm, I, I kind of fell into HR, you know, I, I didn't intend in HR, but now I can't imagine doing anything else, you know, because I, because of, you know, the, the, the things I've learned along the way. Um, so I think that, you know, just like in school, you know, when you, you have a great teacher, you might never have thought that you would like history, but gosh, you had a, such a great history teacher, you know, and it really turned interest towards it. So, uh, I think mentoring and coaching is extremely important. Yeah. Uh, so tell me about how you found yourself into HR. So I was working for a, uh, a logistics company and, uh, I had just taken a job, uh, as a, uh, an executive assistant and, uh, I was there for about a year and worked very closely with their HR director and, you know, kind of helped her, um, you know, with certain duties of her job. And she ended up, um, moving her and her husband took a, a job out of state. And so she left and, uh, 
I really liked what she did. You know, I kind of had to fill in. And as they were, you know, deciding on where to find another HR director, I said, well, let me take a shot at it. You know, I said, I already know the business very well. I already know everybody here. You know, they trust me. And uh, one of our operations managers, he had a background in HR. And so he said, you know, I'm happy to mentor Katie. I'm happy to take her in. I think she'd be great at it. And, you know, I was there for six and a half years and I loved it. I learned so much from it, but it's never where I expected to be. But I just, you know, I loved the the employee relations aspect of it. I love the idea of being able to help and advise and counsel and mentor and coach these people. Um, and I, I liked being depended on, you know, that that's something I pride myself on. You know, I, I when I say I'm going to do something, I'm going to do it. So I, I like people, um, you know, felt comfortable enough to talk to me about, you know, various issues, whether it just be about what kind of benefits should I go for? My wife's about to have a baby or, you know, I, I'm just not happy with, um, you know, my lack of growth. Uh, you know, what what would you suggest that I do? So. Um, so, yeah, I uh, and I still talk to uh, my old uh, the vice president of that company. I still communicate with him today. And you know, and that was, uh, you know, years ago. So um, I'm really grateful because it's something when I took that job, I never thought I would fall into HR. But like I said, I was there for six and a half years and I absolutely loved it. Oh, that's awesome. Thank you for sharing that story. It's actually so interesting um, how many guests I speak to who are accidental people leaders that, you know, uh, went for something else, but life turned a different direction. And now they're, they're like, I, I'm, I'd never go back. This is what I love. It's, it's really awesome to hear stories like that. Yeah. You know, I, uh, my major in college, I was a criminal justice major and only, only because I had a really great professor and I just took an intro class and she just made me fall in love with it. And, um, my, I ended up getting the best grades I did in college. You know, I was on the Dean's list because I loved going to class. I actually enjoyed it. I actually was interested and, you know, toyed with the idea of, you know, going to law school, but I said, well, let me, let me, let me baby steps. Let me do paralegal jobs, you know, and, uh, and I did, and, um, you know, it was paralegal for several different types of firms. And, um, but then, um, got an opportunity to be an executive admin for an up and coming company. And so glad I did because here I am today. Awesome. Katie, this has been an awesome conversation. Thank you so much for, you know, all of your insight and sharing the first five months of your job. Um, uh, I'm sure there are so many people who can relate uh, and who feel seen by this episode. So before, you know, we sign off, is there anything that um, I missed or that you would like to add? No, I don't think so. Uh, I, you know, I'm, I'm happy I got this opportunity. There's so many podcasts or excuse, yeah, podcasts that I listen to um, that have inspired me. Just learning, you know, from other HR leaders, what they've done, how they've come to be in HR, what works for them, what doesn't work for them. Um, I just feel like, you know, the HR community, we all just lean on each other so much because none of us know everything, you know. So, um, but again, Lindsay, happy to be a part of this. I appreciate uh, this opportunity. Thank you so much. And if people want to get in touch, what's the best way to do so? Uh, I, I, you know, they can look me up on LinkedIn. That's fine. It's just Katie Mills. Um, uh, they can uh, email me. Uh, my company email is fine. It's just katie.mills at zentegra.com. Uh, that's X-E-N-T-E-G-R-A. Uh, but yeah, I would love for people to reach out. I'm always, always looking to network. 
Perfect. Well, if you or anyone else is like Katie and loves your job that is never boring, email me at staffgeek, lindsay at staffgeek.com. Thank you for listening to Staff Geek's People Analytics Podcast. I'm your host, Lindsay Patton, and I'm always looking to interview leaders who put people first. If you or someone you know lead with a people-first mindset, please email me at lindsay at staffgeek.com. That's L-I-N-D-S-A-Y at staffgeek.com. If you want to take things a step deeper and understand your organization's true culture DNA, I encourage you to take Staff Geek's free culture assessment. Just head to staffgeek.com and click the button that says free culture assessment. Thanks again for listening.